0: Oh, this is the click It discussion podcast well, right. yeah. you know, ever since I what's up everybody it's the click the discussion podcast and i'm here with 12 cow
1: what up what up, what up? what's good man
0: i am great how are you feeling
1: Feeling good, man. Feeling good. It, it, it is the end of the week, and we're, we're on here pod, man, so I, I can't complain at all.
0: all. Right. Now, listen, um, Mr. Kyle, everyone knows, um, that your handle on social media platforms and podcast platforms is 12Kyle, and we all know that the 12 comes from your, um, uh, your love of, uh, Tom Brady and and, <laughs> and Jim Kelly. It. So, right. um, I have a question for you, mm-hmm. if, if, and we're, I'm only asking you. I'm asking you, your opinion, your personal opinion. We're not factoring in nothing that nobody else has ever said or nobody thought so. mm-hmm. If you right now had to pick the greatest NFL player of all time, who would you say?
1: I would probably say
0: Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, love it. Very popular answer. Uh, arguably the greatest wide receiver of all time. There's no reason to argue that he's not the greatest um, football player, NFL player of all time. What are your uh, reasons for making that selection?
1: Um, just like you said, he's greatest receiver of all time. I- I've never seen anybody play that position and dominate and train and really be a successful, uh, especially coming out of where he came from at Mississippi Valley State. Um as a Giants fan, I was pe- I was pissed off that the Giants didn't draft him. They drafted George Adams, who went on to be a bum. He was a running back from Kentucky. And they passed on Jerry Rice. And Jerry Rice went, uh, I think, two picks later to the 49ers. But um, I just think just watching him and, and watching his career, I think the way that he approached the game and the way that he dominated the game, no matter what was thrown at him, you know, obviously I'm a little bit biased because I played receiver in high school and college. Uh, and little league, so um, so I'm a little biased when it, when it comes to picking receivers. But if I had to pick one player and say that they were the greatest, I would pick him, and and that would, those would be a couple of reasons why.
0: Well, that's crazy. I thought even in football, you you still played shortstop. But <laughs> anyway, anyway, Not quite. for a long time, for a long time, um, I if someone asked me that question. I would have said Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. but these days, in the last few years, maybe last decade or so, I have a new I have a new answer, and this is just me. Everyone, we're we're asking each other's opinions. Mm-hmm. His opinion was Jerry Rice. I can't argue with it. I like it, but um, I personally think, and I posted this. I think that there is an argument for Deion Sanders as hmm. the greatest NFL player of all time. Okay. Um, that's, an, that's
1: an interesting pick. Do I,
0: tell. I know, I know. But you know, just like spending time with my thoughts and just thinking things through how people come up with their um, their goat or mm-hmm. their favorites. Like, you know, Dion. Is one of the only players, if not the only, players who can change the game by himself. Mm -hmm. He can score on an interception. He can force a team just to not throw to his side, which changes their whole game plan. He can score on a punt return. He can score on a kick return. He can line up at wide receiver and catch a touchdown. He can line up at wide receiver and draw all the coverage so the other side catches a touchdown. I mean this is I mean everyone it's a team sport so the team the rest of the team has something to do with it if he's if he's running back a punt or a kick somebody has to block if he's catching a, a touchdown someone had to throw it if he you know so I get that but it's very few NFL players that has all of these things that they can do mm-hmm. that's going for them I mean where he's arguably the greatest shutdown corner of all time. Oh, and so let's, even if you want to argue, let's say he's definitely top five.
1: Oh, no question.
0: Of course. Then he's probably top five returner of all
1: time.
0: <laughs> probably probably top five kickoff returner, probably top five part returner of all time and it's just when you put all these things together it's like then if he's not what is your criteria (laughs) for the greatest player because I mean you know it's so many different positions on the field so many different um, variables that goes in that what makes a person successful it's just that for him to me he requires the least amount of help mm-hmm. to to be great at what he does on the field. So it's like, Jerry Rice, I get it. Um, but, you know, maybe they don't throw to him that day. <laughs> and, you know, Taylor and... And and um, and, Raffman and Roger Craig got busy. <laughs> you know, it's just uh, I don't I don't know. It's just I I think it's a strong it's a strong argument. Also, not that this has anything to do with it. He's the only person in the world, period, to hit a home run <laughs> in Major League Baseball. And get a touchdown in the NFL in the same week. Right. <laughs> Man, Listen. The same week. So,
1: I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You. You make. A, you make a great case. I, it's. It's hard to argue that he's not in the It sounds being. weird
0: when you say it
1: though. Not. You know. To me, not really. Because I'm gonna tell you why. Because, he was the definition of a shutdown corner. And what I mean by that, particularly for those of you listening who are not really familiar with, or familiar with the term, but not really seen it, it's one thing to have a cornerback like you know some of the guys that are playing now, like a Jalen Ramsey, whatever. Quarterbacks, you know, maybe they don't get a lot of yards when they throw at them you know, to the receivers on that side, or whoever they're covering. Or maybe they get a few yards and, and maybe this particular cornerback, like a Jalen Ramsey, for example, is Good at holding receivers, you know, to fifty yards or less or something like that. We we saw a, a guy by the name of Daryl Green who had what they call world class speed. He played for the you know, Washington team, and you know he was one of the, he was a great corner, a great corner in that era. That but there's a, a, a noticeable difference between him and a guy like Dion, wherein Dion he wasn't just a shutdown corner you couldn't throw to his side of the field, and you just mentioned that. And I, I, I want to illustrate that point because teams were scared to throw on Deion, whatever side of the field he was on. They didn't want to throw on that side because there was a chance if the ball got tipped, if the ball wasn't on a line, if it wasn't thrown on a rope, there was a possibility that he was going to pick it off. So even, And not only simple, was he
0: going to pick it off, it w- it was probably six.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, because trust me, you're not, you're not catching Dion, especially in the open field. So it could be something as simple as a team throwing a screen to his side. Like Dion. literally, if he was on the right side of the field, you would see play after play after play, pass plays going to the middle of the field and the left part of the field. They weren't going because nobody wanted to throw to his side. And he's a guy that we saw go up against the guy that I mentioned, Jerry Rice, and shut him down. I mean, like two goats out there just going at it and no trash talk, no nothing. Deion never, never talked, talked trash. And not that it matters, but you know, he was flashy, but he came to play and he played every day. Now the knock on Deion was that he, he was a hitter. Yeah, but it, <laughs> He didn't need to. He, he wasn't a hitter, but he, he said, Hey, I don't get paid to tackle. I get paid to get picks and be and getting that end zone. And like you said, greatest point returner, greatest kickoff returner. Um, hell, he lined up a wide receiver in the Super Bowl and caught a pass. I mean, so, nah, man, you you definitely one of the greatest athletes that we've ever seen, period. Really? Athlete. Yeah. Because right. he would have dom- probably dominated baseball had he been able to devote half of his time, but he spent more time playing football. Um. So, nah, man, I I don't think that that's a stretch at all. Yeah, He's I In that conversation for real, it's just that
0: um, I was thinking about it. um, And when people talk about, oh, now this is the greatest football player, normally it's a quarterback. And if it's not a quarterback, Mm -hmm. it's Jerry Rice. Mm -hmm. And almost no one, I've never met anyone that says Deion Sanders. And it was just at some point I was thinking about it. I'm like, man. That guy did. It's like, even like on the video game, when you, was like, wait a minute, I can put him at wide receiver? I'm getting busy. <laughs> and, I mean, he brought and he brought a lot to the league. Um, that, he brought that high step. Oh, no question. And, and, and the little, damn. listen, man, it's just, so it was just, um, that was just a question that I thought I'd ask. I thought I'd throw out um, uh, people that are listening. Who do you have as the greatest NFL player of all time. Um not your favorite. Mm-hmm. Because um, all things considered, Deion Sanders isn't my favorite NFL player. It's just that I'm just looking at things and I'm like, I I think that's an argument.
1: So who's your favorite NFL player of all time?
0: Um it's Nicky Woods. I have it I have it, I have it split on offense and defense. So offense okay. offense is Barry Sanders. Oh. And and defense is Derek Thomas. Hmm, yes, Yeah, good times. So, um, cause, and and this this is another podcast, but I understand people these days watch, you know, McCaffrey and, or even a little bit earlier they watch Adrian to get busy. Guys, mm-hmm. incredible. But it's just if you were of age. And got to watch Barry Sanders. When Barry Sanders was doing Barry Sanders things, Listen. it was nothing like, he he was like watching a video game. Mm-hmm. And it was real. And it was like, he led the league in negative plays, but they were the most exciting negative plays you would ever see in <laughs> your thousand? life. You would rather watch him run for minus three yards than some people, 20-yard touchdown. Mm. But when, but when he did get his off, they were the most exciting touchdown runs, yes. and those were runs he almost never caught the ball out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. He almost never had a dope offensive line. He almost never had a dope quarterback. Never, and he <laughs> did all of this, and it it was incredible. So, but uh, yeah, so. Um, I, I couldn't narrow it down. I, I'm always offensive defense. Um, okay. what about
1: you? Who's your, who's your, who's your favorite? Um, favorite damn, favorite offensive player? I'd probably say my guy, man, was Dan Marino growing up. That was, that was like my favorite favorite quarterback to watch. Um, Rice is probably a close second. Um, favorite defensive player? I'm biased. My uncle, Harry Carson. Uh and some probably Carl Banks, <laughs> and probably close second is the guy that played a couple of feet away from him, named Lawrence Taylor. Um, so yeah, I, I. uh But even a bit like to your point, some people will say LT was the greatest. Uh, listen, um, I
0: I I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to be on that train, even though Derrick Thomas is my favorite. Oh, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor was a
1: fucking problem. <laughs> You, they, they, he literally commanded. I, I, you can't even say he commanded the double team. Like they had to account for him every single play because you didn't know if he was coming off that edge. You didn't know if he was dropping off in the coverage. You didn't know if he was coming on a delayed blitz. He he was everywhere, and he had a motor, and he he was. I mean, just special, man. Well, you special.
0: know. And, and 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 we're going to get out of here, so I'm, I'm sorry, everybody, that we're, we're off on this tangent. But these types of players mm-hmm. are the reason I don't put Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in... The highest regard that everyone else does. Okay. And it doesn't sound like it's a correlation, but it is. And this is what it is. The reason why I put Montana and Marino higher mm-hmm. than a Manning and Brady. Listen, I know they got the rings and yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, first it's thing people inc- say, it's incredible, but. Montana, Marino, Elway, Moon—they had to line up weekly against uh, Lawrence Taylor, Derek Thomas, Reggie White. They had to throw against a uh, Deion Sanders, Ronnie Lott, Daryl Green. They had legit greatest players to ever play football on defense against them. Just about in whatever city that they played, and the and Tom Brady never had, he, come on man. He's not going up against he's he's not going against a killer on the line or a killer in the middle of the field with another killer at cornerback or a killer at safety. He's he doesn't have he's never had to do that. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh shit, let me drop." I was, "Oh, that's Champ Bailey." Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's never had to worry about that, and it's 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 just it's so that's what it's who they played against, and 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 people like to put that against Jordan. Like, well, he played against a bunch of doctors? And <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> look. You want go ahead. Call uh, Gary Payton with hand checking a doctor if, if you want to. Go ahead, man. If because see my counteract my counter argument is always hand checks was legal and beat your ass if you get into the paint was legal.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I always say. Anytime people have that type of discussion, the first thing I ask is. What rules are we playing by? Are we playing by today's rules? You know, just like, I don't know if you saw the the comment um, that Ja Morant made the other day about he would he, he would bust Jordan's ass if he played against Jordan. Now, Ja Morant is a phenomenal talent. Ja Morant's probably 6'3", 6'4", six, 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 maybe. maybe uh, but he might be about 175 pounds. In the hand check era, you know, you're not busting Michael Jordan's ass if you weigh 170 pounds, you know. And I, what I was trying to explain to my son Cameron was like, not only that, but even if you if you're playing by today's rules, if you put Ja Morant against Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan's, it, I mean he he can go to the to the line and not get, I mean he can go to the rim and not get mauled. Prime Michael Jordan is putting up 50 on Ja Morant, and there's yeah. no diss to Ja Morant, but Ja Morant he doesn't have the context of you know how basketball was played in the in the 80s and 90s. And, you know, it, maybe he should look that up, but, and I, I appreciate the, the honesty and his, him being, you know, brash and brave or whatever like that, but the reality is not. You're not, and, and just for the record, if you did cook Jordan, because that was the quote that he, he said, he would have cooked Jordan. If you did cook Jordan, I promise you, when you saw him again, it wasn't going to be free. Yeah, if,
0: if you did, you was only going to do it once.
1: Yeah, you was only going to do it once. <laughs> <laughs> Ask for Smith. LeBratford Smith scored 35 points against Michael Jordan. And the next, they had a home-and-home. So they played in, I think, D.C. won. They played in Chicago. He got uh, 35. They played the next night in D.C., and Jordan had 35 in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, 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 It's different, man. It's just different. Look, the true dominant players had... The league trying to stop them, but there was Jordan rules, and there was a such thing as
1: Hack-a-Shack. <laughs>
0: There's no rules for the Greek freak and LeBron and and staff There's no rules. There's like I mean I, I guess let them get this shit out because we can't really play any hard defense anyway. Okay.
1: Oh, no, the rule is let them team up together. Well, also, also <laughs> that it's just that you
0: know it's like they had to come. They would formulate plans mm-hmm. to say like, all right, dude, do, do coming in town tomorrow. What are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. What, 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 all right. Well, if he get in the paint, clobber him. Okay, right. he still had fifty. What do we do?
1: <laughs> like, you know. Undercut it. That's all you can do. Yeah. Like, kill him. Get a knife. <laughs> it, it the, it the, hey, the, get him mad. Talk about his mama. Talk about his wife. Hopefully, he gets thrown out of the game. Yeah. Hopefully. That was your best bet. But,
0: um, no, it's, it's, so it's just it's just different. And this is why you can't compare eras. You can't compare things. And, um, and this is also why LeBron is not a top five player all the time. I'm just trying to tell people. Um, so... You might need to
1: end on that. Yeah. You can't let you can't
0: you can't be the greatest, and in your run have somebody else have a dynasty. No other great did that. No Ouch. other great did it. Ouch. When Jordan was doing this shit, it was Jordan's dynasty. When Magic was doing this shit, it was the Lakers dynasty. When Bird was doing this shit, it was the, it was the Celtics dynasty. If LeBron's doing this shit. oh, look Steph. <laughs> Step one by three. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, Look, that's, I, I sell a cat, man. You don't, oh, you don't let God. somebody else. Uh, hey. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, sorry for the tangent. Um, direct all of your negative comments to me. I'll, fuck you. So, right. um, in, in, the meantime, in between time, we out.
1: Cheers. Yeah.